Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life, and it is time for some Girl Talk Friday. And I'm Lauren Mazadonsky. And I'm Michelle Moss. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. Um, it's, you know, Friday, and so that's a good another week gone, which is weird. I can't believe it's another week gone. Um, and I'm counting down till hubby coming home. So I'm going to get- Yay. Do you know yeah. when that's going to happen yet? Yeah, it's February 12th. Um, so that will be next Friday. He'll be he'll be home. So next Girl Talk Friday, we'll be celebrating him coming home and being How home. exciting. Yeah. A new journey. It's hard though, because I'm getting things ready. Like, I mean, these are not things that three months ago I ever would have thought about or four months ago. Yeah. Getting potty for the bedside, getting a walker. I mean, this is like crazy to think about my husband, you know, getting a wheelchair, um, a, a, a shower stool, but all this stuff is temporary and it's that way he can come home and finish convalescing with me instead of being in a facility, which he is going yeah. crazy. He wants to be home. Oh, I would too. I get that. That's well, I'm so glad he gets to come home to you. Soon. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a hard thing though, because I kind of put this in my post on Facebook, but you know, he's, he's not the same person who went in the hospital on November 28th, you know, now here he came out and woke up in January and he's like, what the heck, what happened to two and a half months and what happened to my body? And I'm having to go through all this and, and yes, we are thankful and praise God he's alive. Um, but it's like, he didn't know what to expect. (laughs) And, um, and now this is a whole new part of the journey for me to acclimate mm-hmm. being a caregiver at home in between my clients and everything else. So I am so just excited to have him home and I can't wait to take care of him. I just, I think his mental health and outlook will be better once he's home. He can still Yeah, do- and you're such an amazing wife. I know you're going to do great at all of that. Well, and I have my friends like you and, 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 and Kelly and Cindy and Ray and Jada and all my friends that just listen to me when I'm freaked out and overwhelmed. And, um, you know, it's the support network too. It's not like I'm doing this on my own. First, my prayers and then my friend network, you know, that helps me get through it because I couldn't do it on my own for yes, sure. Yes, and let us help you because I know it's going to be, it's going to be a lot, but you guys are going to get through it. And I'm just so thankful you get to have him. Yeah. Come and it's, home. yeah. And it's, you know, winter and yeah, everybody else, anyway. everybody's hibernating. So John yes. can hibernate and come out like, like, a, you know, a butterfly at the end and uh, <laughs> come out and be all back to, well, somewhat normal. Yeah. So how's your okay. week? Oh, I actually had a really good week. I had, um, a lot of aha moments. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I've kind of talked to you about this before, but just a little go backwards. Um, just the stages in life and allowing it um, and accepting that new stage and the new growth for where I'm at. I'm not always good at that. Um, but since I'm going through my coach training, I decided I want to get a coach because I want to see it from all angles. Mm-hmm. So I had my first coach call and it was really interesting because until I say some of that stuff out loud, I didn't realize how hard on myself I was. I mean, it's like I did, but I didn't because I was saying it. And I was saying it to somebody new who didn't quite, you know, she doesn't know me yet. Um, and the first reaction, no joke, was like, oh, my God, I'm biting back tears. Like, and this was a quick call. It wasn't that call long. And I just noticed I was doing that. Um, 
And I was just kind of telling her because like the way I describe it is I feel like I'm a juggler and I have like 10 balls up in the air and I just want to duck because I don't even know which one to catch first. Yeah, that makes sense. So when I was kind of talking to her about it and, and I made a post on Facebook kind of about it yesterday too. And it's like, I always tell myself, I have to, I have to, I have to. And so I'm changing it to, I choose to. And it felt really good because yesterday, if someone was here, they would have probably thought I was crazy because of the amount of talking to myself I had to do. Because I know this is going to take some work to like get that in my head of like, okay, I'm choosing to do this. And it was funny because just that taking away that negative feeling of a have to, because when you think of something that you have to do, it feels negative. It feels pushed, right? Sure. Yeah. And so everything I was doing, I said it, even if it was something like, well, obviously I have to do the dishes, like whatever, but no, I'm saying I'm choosing to do that. Like, I just know that I have to get it in my brain because in my day, like seriously felt so much better. Well, what you just described is cognitive therapy, changing your thinking from negative to positive. So you just did your own cognitive therapy on yourself. That's exactly what you do. And then generally cognitive behavioral therapy then is going and changing your behavior. I choose to do the dishes. So I'm going to do the dishes and maybe reward yourself for something fun afterwards, you know, yeah. and it is, you don't have to do your dishes, you know, yeah. they can sit there for three days. Exactly. And it was funny because she was like, kind of even said, she's like, well, you know, you wouldn't, you're not going to, you're choosing to be a mom and, and that's your role that you love it and you want to do it. You're not going to choose. I mean, and some people might have to do this. I don't know. But like for me personally, I'm not going to choose to take them to their fathers and be like, sorry, I can't parent anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's like a non-negotiable for me. So it's kind of like prioritizing then the rest of the day, like just kind of took some time and did that. And then the second step that I did to kind of help myself is I think because I live alone and my kids like toys already kind of take over that I also will let other things take over. Cause I, if my kids aren't here and I'm not with my boyfriend, I'm literally working. So there's a lot of times where I'm like, Oh, it's okay that I have a laundry chair that just gets the folded laundry. And if it doesn't get away, put away and I need to wear it again. Well, there it is. You know, it's like, not it's choosing it. It's right in front of it's, you. It sure is. But the problem is, and then that's just like another thing that kind of creates chaos in your life, right? Like being unorganized and just, um, that was another thing in, in the training that was kind of, I forget the actual wording, but it was basically like, you know, your house will kind of tell you what your brain is like. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, if I'm not the most organized when it comes to that stuff. So that was like my next step. It's like, okay, I'm going to give myself permission not to work for that next like hour and a half. And I started on one closet. I organized it and everything that I didn't want, didn't need, or was outdated. I took it and donated it. That's so fun. I did the exact same thing. And it felt my so closet, good. I mean, my closet's been a big mess and I wanted, John probably won't listen to this, but I wanted to surprise him. We have a ginormous closet, but it was filled to the gill with like hardly any walking room. So I literally did the same thing. And I went, I took like seven bags over. It doesn't to, feel so good. Yeah. And I love to walk in and it's clean and it's yes, organized. And organizing. I don't know what that says about me because when you walk in my house, it looks very organized, but behind closed doors, sometimes it's a hot mess. So maybe I present that I'm all <laughs> organized, put together, but if you really look, I'm a, I'm a hot mess, <laughs> but I'm trying. Okay. No, I, I agree. I think that's great. And putting it now. So it just felt really good. It was so many like aha moments. How did you pick 
who you, who you picked for your coach? How did you, I mean, you don't have to name names or anything, but how did you decide what you were going to do? I mean, go um, well, it's like through a, um, a, a organization more of, so I'll get a different coach every time. Oh, okay. Well, that's good though, because then you get to see different styles. Kind of. And you know what I always tell my clients, you know, as therapists, you know, sometimes they start with a therapist and the personalities just don't click. And that's so then, true. And then, then you don't, don't go, go look for another one. Don't go look for another one, but you can look for another therapist because yeah. that's your right. And that's your choice. And if it's not the right fit, it's not that therapy is bad. It's that that fit wasn't right and go find somebody else. It's, there's a million of them out there. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. Another thing that and I know we wanted girl talks to be short and sweet, but another thing I thought was interesting was when I talked to Chris about it, because I can tell him anything. And what I love about our communication is I never feel judged. And he just is listen. He listens. He's supportive. Like, and I think that's like such a good, good quality and especially in communication. Cause it's like, we hold back sometimes if we're afraid our partner is going to judge us. And I have never felt that feel totally comfortable. And so I told him about the coaching call and it was like, Cause she even asked me another question and this was kind of something that made me get emotional too, is she was like, well, why do you feel like you need to be so successful? Cause I think it's why I'm so hard on myself. And it was interesting cause then I talked to Chris about it and he was like, from someone that knows you well, I just feel like maybe when you got divorced and your kids were so little, it was like that thing of you felt like you had to prove that I needed to just that I could take on the world and I could do it alone. Because you had to, in a sense. Yes. So it was just interesting because you said that, of course, and that like triggered something kind of made me emotional, but I was so glad that he was honest with me and didn't hold that back because I was like, huh, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's just like that next step of something I probably need to work through, knowing that then I'm going to go into a relationship where I don't have to feel like that anymore. Right. But what's so good is, and this is the important part for our listeners to hear, we've, we've spoken on this before, is that you have worked on yourself and growth and insight. And he has worked on himself, growth and insight. So now you have two healthy people coming together versus mm-hmm. two hurt people coming together, you know, and that makes all the difference in the world because you guys have worked on yourself. So you're not going to repeat the cycle over and over again. Yeah. So that's good stuff. And thank God yeah. it's an answer to prayers because I have prayed in the past for you to meet the right person, you know, and you have, and Chris is an amazing man. Amazing. Oh, yes. I'm very, very thankful that I met him. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always somebody out there. You just have to not settle. We talk yeah. about, because you could have settled. There were a lot of people in between. Not, yeah, I met good not guys. It's just a serial like, dater or anything, but yeah. you dated different people. And that's the point. You date to see who you click with. Just like I said, you don't have to stick with a bad therapist. You don't have to stick with a bad guy. Yeah. It, other guys, you're not stuck. People forget that or they get fearful of that. So kudos to you guys. That's awesome. Thank you. So yeah, that was my week in a nutshell, but it felt really good to have so many aha moments and, um, you know, just to continue moving forward and giving myself grace. And, you know, sometimes I think we just have to give ourselves the permission of what we are feeling and needing. And, you know, I'm not the same person I was a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll be calling you when I need my grace because I'm going to be going through all kinds of new stuff here. So I'll be like, Hey, Lord, I'll remind you. Cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, but I mean, that, that's all said with, I mean, that I know that some of that will happen, but I'm excited. I mean, I think yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm excited. The future's 
coming. So anyway, that sounds great. That was a good, a good catch up. So. Well, thanks. I feel good about it. Good. All right. Well, does it, do you have anything else you want to add today? No, I was honestly excited to share that because I just always hope that, um, you know, as we always say, we're, we're putting out there, like we're always continuing to grow and I want to be real and open as if we had our girlfriends sitting here talking because I think we can always learn from each other and just, you know, so I'm just yeah. thankful to feel confident and comfortable sharing and knowing that we can all connect. And I hope at least one person finds a takeaway from my own growth and things that you're going through. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, friends, as we always say, stay cheeky. <laughs>